The 2022 State Fair Classic. Grambling State versus Prairie View A&M. Saturday, October 1st at the Cotton Bowl. One ticket gets you into the fair and the big game. Also, Grammy Award winning Ashanti Live. Then the Classic kicks off at a new time, 6 p.m. New coaches, old rivalry, and an iconic halftime battle of events. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Visit StateFairClassicFootball.com. Sponsored in part by City of Dallas. Dallas Sports Commission. McDonald's. Black and Positively Golden. Chevy. Cricket Wireless. Methodist Hospital. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, August the 12th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! We've come to the end of the week, and I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to sort of a, 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 a relaxing weekend uh, in some respects. And we're going to continue to talk with some of the top play, collegiate football players really in the country. On yesterday, we had a chance to catch up with, of course, Abdul Fattah Ibrahim of Alabama A&M. And we're going to take things now to Orangeburg, South Carolina. And we're going to say hello to Jablonski Green uh, of South Carolina State. He's an All-American defensive lineman, specifically defensive end. Had a phenomenal season on last year. As a matter of fact, he's this year's preseason MEAC player of the year. As he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Jablonski, what's good, man? Man, not much good. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you asking. How's practice been so far? It's hot down there in Orangeburg. It's definitely hot, but uh, nah, it's been very competitive. Like, we going at each other hard every day, even with just helmets on. Uh, we just got passed uh, yesterday, and it's been competitive. A lot of hitting, a lot of going back and forth. Offense doing good, defense doing good. Oh, it's looking real good. How do you have you all shed? I'm, I am going to talk to you about. I got to talk to you about last year. Like we got to talk about last year, right? But have you sort of shed that? Is it is it, when did you when did last year become last year so you could focus on this year coming into camp and defending that HBCU national championship? Uh, the moment we got back off of Christmas break, like we enjoyed that throughout December, because I think it was like December 18th we played or something like that. We enjoyed that the rest of December, and then once we got back that next semester, it was about business. just about getting in the weight room, conditioning, training. So we was like, all right, that's cool. We got dogs. So let's, let's work for another one. We know what we got to do now. What was your offseason like? What did you feel like you had to improve upon, whether it was on the field, technique, training, getting strong, etc.? What did you work on in the offseason? I focus on more conditioning and my feet work and my hands. I also stayed in the weight room a lot, but it was more of the conditioning aspect and using my hands and my feet more. Let's go back to last year, man. I mean, you guys coming into that celebration bowl, um, you know, you were, what, six and five coming into that one, kind of eked out that MEAC championship. Uh, but it just take us through the celebration bowl and what that, victory mean to you when virtually no one gave you a chance to win that game? Yeah, like you said, no one gave us a chance. Like, when we got to uh, Atlanta, or even before we got to Atlanta, everybody was counting us out, but when we got to Atlanta, um, it, we was treated with so much disrespect. And it was like, who are y'all? You know? It was like, well, we know that's Jackson State over there. They got Coach uh, Sanders and all that, but 
it, it was like we didn't even know y'all at school exists. We was like, what? Like we got approached in the mall and they thought we was a basketball team. That was, it was crazy. We got disrespected by so many people. So we took that to heart and then we just translated that to the field and what we prepared for the whole two weeks leading up to the uh, championship game. So we just laid it all out there on the field. It's no doubt that the offense did its thing. Your offense did its thing, but the mm -hmm. defense was absolutely dominating. Speak to it. Uh, that's what our coaches and our, our tradition is. They told us dominate. They don't want. They don't want us. They don't. Want, they didn't want Jackson State to leave the Mercedes-Benz Stadium without feeling us. You know, they needed to think about us the whole trip back to Jackson State. So it was more like dominate, dominate, stop the run take away the pass, get to the quarterback, and just continue to punish each and everybody, including the offensive line, the receivers, the running backs. It was like punish everybody. Speak to the season you had last year. I mean, if I look at the numbers, 38 tackles, 30 of those were solo, 19 and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks on the season. Just speak to your season last year individually. Uh, the three and a half sacks, that's, that's not it. I had, I think I had like <laughs> nine, nine sacks. But speaking of, uh, <laughs> somebody got to get your stats right. They got to get your yeah, sacks yeah. right, man. We, we talked. We talked about that. What I, what I do, but uh, <laughs> no, I had like eight and a half, nine sacks. But um, I missed the first three games of the season, and I never started in any game that I played until Jackson State. So it was tough because I got injured during camp. I had to get surgery on my thumb, so I, it sat me out against A and M. Clemson and New Mexico State. My first game back was Bethune, and I was on, like, the little snap count. So I was probably getting, like, 10, 15 snaps out of the whole game for, like, two games when I played Bethune and found. So that was kind of tough for me because knowing me, I'm a competitor. I like to play whether I'm hurt or not. So that was kind of tough on my part. But I did my job as a leader, just, you know, continuing to mold the young guys that was playing, like telling them what we need to do, what we need to work on, going through the playbook, going through practice, helping them with steps and reads and the key points that the offensive linemen doing, like whether it's run or pass. So I was just playing my part as a leader until it was my time to get back on the field. And once I got my chance to get back on the field, I just had to put everything that I worked for in the offseason, put it to use on the field. That the voice of Jablonski Green, of course, defensive lineman for South Carolina State. He's a redshirt junior. He's from Lamar, South Carolina. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. On the other side, you got Patrick Godbolt. Uh, but this defense, man, just just speak to what this defense could be for 2022, how good it can be. It, honestly and truthfully, I feel like it could, it could be better than last year's defense. Humbly, I'm saying that in a very humble way because we did lose a lot of major people, including the Kobe Durant and Zafir Kelly and Chad Gilchrist. But uh, we returned nine starters. So that's that's going to be kind of tough. Everybody know the defense. We know what it takes to win. We know how to face adversity and get through it. So right now we're just looking for like two more corners that, that got that dog in them. So we're just going to continue to grind it out, find out who we really need in those places. And I'm pretty sure this year going to be kind of special because we hold each other accountable to like a real, real high, high level. Yeah, I know, obviously, the loss of Dakobe Durant is big, but just talk about playing with him. And, of course, now 
you know, he ultimately gets drafted into the National Football League? Uh, I've been playing with Kobe since uh, my freshman year of high school. Me and Kobe from Lamar, South Carolina, both of us from the same city. So, I mean, playing with him since we've been kids, been crazy. Like, honestly, we've been playing together before that. We were playing in my backyard. We played football, basketball. You know, we were race, stuff like that. So, being with him, just seeing how competitive and how talented he was, was just very motivated just to play alongside of him throughout high school, win a championship, and then we come to college and we do the same thing, win games, win championships. So it was real fun playing with the Kobe. You know what's interesting? Um, Lamar, tell me about – you got to tell me something about Lamar. I don't I, – all I know about Lamar is almost every time South Carolina State has a kid from Lamar, that kid is really, really good. Like yourself – like to Kobe, what, what tell me about Lamar, man? Like, y'all, it's like a factory there, football uh, factory. Pretty, that's pretty much what it is. That is a small town population. I don't even think we got a thousand people. We got one stoplight in the town, <laughs> got two gas stations, and we got like a little restaurant, like two or three restaurants. But that's about it. Uh, the major, the biggest thing in that town of Lamar is the football team, the high school. What well, we, we support all, all levels, like from little league. Elementary, middle school, high school, we support everybody that play all sports. But football really the main thing. And with I think we had like six people go to the league and I think the Kobe was number six. I'm trying to be number seven. But uh that tradition weighs a lot. It's either get eight or be eight, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you got a job to fulfill coming from Lamar. You you play here, you play hard, you play fast, you play physical, you go to the next level. You do the same thing, but you up it or not. And that's what they teach us. Like, don't be afraid of the talent and the competition level that you're about to face because we came from a 1A. We're playing 1A. We ain't playing no big big 3A, 4A schools, 5A schools, like national ranked teams. We ain't playing nobody like that. So the the level of competition up like two notches. So it was like no matter who you play, who you face, they still got – they put on their pads how you put on your pads. Now go show them you better than them. And that's how you got to face it every day. Jablonski Green, defensive lineman, specifically end for South Carolina State, joins us here on the program. Tell me how you ended up at South Carolina State from Lamar. Uh, I actually had no offers coming out my senior year. Like, after football season, I got my uh, offer from South Carolina State, like the middle towards the end of basketball season. Coach Harrison had uh, gave me a call, and it was like they've been watching me. You know, they've been waiting to give me the green, get the green light to give me the offer. I got the offer from Coach Harrison. I came up here, talked to Coach Pugh, Coach Sachs, and Coach Harrison. We all had a little meeting, and it was good. It was just very family oriented, and that's what I had love because that's why I just came from a whole family oriented uh, program in Lamar. So I just felt like this was home from the jump. No question about it, man. You know, I was at your uh, at your pre- at you guys press conference in April, and I'm looking around. I'm like, there's Robert Porsche, there's Darius Leonard. You got all these pro guys that you can lean upon. Maybe even more notably for you, a guy like a Javon Hargrave, who who was is more is you know more after that, but a guy that plays uh, on the defensive line. How does it feel? Uh, knowing that you're trying to get to the next level to be able to talk to those guys. And those guys are going to talk to you 
Because as you mentioned that South Carolina state, it's a brotherhood, it's a family. W what does that mean to be able to talk to guys that know how to get to the, and excel at the next level? Uh, that's a blessing to at least have somebody of those type of stature to like lead you and guide you, letting you know the, the ins and outs, the rights and wrongs of everything. So, I mean, me personally, I only like really talk to Javon Hargrave. Me and him communicate every now and then. I spoke to uh, Mr. Robert Porsche that night at the banquet, and uh, he was shocked. He was like, dude, you only play eight games and your numbers was like, like that? He was like, he's like, that's impressive. He was like, but just keep working hard. You know, if I got any questions, just hit him up, and you know what I'm saying? We'll chop it up. But speaking to uh, Hargrave, like, he, he's like, he's like, you just got to keep working. You got to be like a dog. You got to want to win at everything, every rep, every down. He was like, you just got to continuously want to win and dominate every single time. You know, I, I, I know, you know, whatever the, well, the first game is UCF. It's a Thursday night game. And then the next game, you know, you, you, you don't look ahead too much, but be, do you do is South Carolina? Is that one of the games maybe circled on your, on your schedule? Because I mean, obviously, you, you know, South Carolina state's the state school, but South Carolina's, is, is a big school. It, it's, it's probably known as the state school. Uh, the most, the, the bigger one anyway, do you have that circled on your schedule? Uh, me personally, no, but I mean, that is a big game. No, cause that's an in-state rival. Well, I can't say in-state rival, but we, we would call that in-state rival cause we know a lot of people that go to uh, USC, but uh, nah, we, it's not circle. We uh, take it one game at a time. So right now we focus on UCF and then after UCF, we'll focus on Bethune. So once USC get uh, get there that week, that's when we'll focus on them and be worried about them. How um you know tell how much I mean you got I know you and your guys chomping at the bit uh, to play UCF. I mean how much forward are you looking to that going down to Orlando and being able to play that game and play it uh, against another FBS opponent? I mean we're looking forward to it. It's, it's fun playing the big schools. You know what I'm saying? Try to get your name out there. And you know, try to ball out on TV. Me personally, I done played UCF one time. I played on my freshman year, the first the first year I got in. Actually, that was my first start. I played. I was playing linebacker then, and I ended up with nine tackles. But me personally, I felt like that was a tough game because at that time they was like one of the best teams in the country with that that fast, quick pace offense. But now with the conditioning and the the strength coaches we got, it's like they preparing us for the right people at the right time. So. By the time UCF, we get to play UCF, uh, we'll be where we need to be, and we'll be ready. What do you like to do in your off time? I know it's probably not that much these days, but when there is, what do you like to do? No, I like to have fun. I like I like making people laugh. I like seeing people smile. I like seeing people happy. So, you know, I do a lot of dancing, a lot of joking. I play a lot of games. I don't play video games, but I like playing games with people. I like playing little mind games, see, see where your head at, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. No. So, what are you majoring in? I major uh, physical activity management. Okay. So, what do you hope to do with that once your your football playing career is over? Uh, I plan to be a personal trainer. I like training, so I, I love training personally. So, any athletes between you know, I like train. I train any any kid, but me, I want to do like high school going into college and college going into the league because you know they're more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're more like, 
I, I can't think of the word right now, but they're more ready for the next level. So I'm you know, going to train them on what they need to know on how to get through certain situations and stuff like that. And then what are you listening to? What's in your iPod? My, I listen to a lot of stuff. I listen to a lot of rap, a lot of hip hop, because I like to dance, of course. I listen to a lot of R&B when I'm like trying to be calm and cool down. And I love gospel music too. Oh, very good. So who's your who's your, like your favorite gospel artist? Uh, Keith Horner, Boy Johnson, uh, Doc McKenzie, that's my uncle. Um, uh, I listen to Tim Rogers. Uh, who else I be listening to? I, li- I listen to a lot of people, but those like the main ones. Yeah, no doubt. Jablonski Green, again, is a redshirt junior from Lamar, South Carolina, plays defensive end for South Carolina State. He's a preseason HBCU All-American and the MEAC preseason defensive player of the year. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Jablonski, really appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Bulldogs this season. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Pull up the single channel. Pull up the single channel. Pull up the single channel.